Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Decluttering and getting rid of unneeded items can seem like a very freeing process. Opening up physical space often helps open up mental space, giving us the feeling of clarity that's difficult to experience when there's clutter. But what happens when you feel like you can't get rid of anything? How do you start to figure out what you don't need when it feels like you can't let go of your stuff? Let me start by telling you that it's completely normal to feel like each and every item in your home is needed. Even though estimates by professional organizers are that people only use about 25 to 30% of the items in their home on a regular basis, most people feel like they need to hold on to the items for various reasons. Oftentimes, these reasons include a lot of mites. We might use them one day. We might fit into them again. We might need it, or someone might want it to be passed down to them. For all the reasons there are to keep things we aren't using, there are just as many reasons to get rid of them. For starters, these items are taking up physical space that you could use for items you really need. These unused items often cause us guilt when we look at them, sometimes for the simple fact that we aren't using them, but other times because we feel like we aren't good enough to use them, as is the case with holding onto clothes that no longer fit us. Another reason to get rid of items is because the cost to purchase the items again if you did ever need to use it, is very low compared to the amount of stress it causes and the space it takes up. If you're ready to start tackling your clutter, I have a few tricks I've learned can help people to let go of items, even when they think they can't. Some will cost a little money, but most of them are things you can do to simply change your mindset to one that's ready to let go. Now, before we get into these tips, I do want to thank the first of today's two sponsors. The first one is Kensington Publishing. I'd love for you to join best-selling author Marie Botswick in Too Much, Texas, a tiny town with a huge heart. Her heartwarming new novel about friendship and moving forward. From Here to Home follows two strong women from different generations on their journeys as mothers, quilters, and friends. Outspoken Mary Dell Templeton has a new young co-host named Holly on her TV show Quintessential Quilting. They both have their own sets of problems to deal with, but luckily the women of too much have a knack for untangling the naughtiest problems when they work together. And sometimes the pattern from happiness is as simple and surprising as it is beautiful. From Here to Home by Marie Botswick is now available everywhere books are sold. You can also visit kensingtonbooks.com or mariebotswick.com for more information on her cobbled court quilt novels and From Here to Home. Now let's get back to those tips. The first trick I'll start with is one that will likely come with a bit of a price tag, and that's to ask a professional for their opinion. Whether it's hiring a professional organizer to come in and help you identify the best areas to start with your decluttering, or it's consulting with your tax professional to determine which pieces of paperwork you really do need to keep around your home, getting guidance from a professional can help you determine the steps you can start taking to get rid of the items in your home. This investment can often help clear out a number of what-ifs and I-might-need-those excuses that pop into our heads when beginning the steps of clearing out clutter. The next tip is to take inventory. Now, about a year ago, I reorganized the kitchen in our house. When I started, I thought that I absolutely needed to keep everything in our drawers and cupboards. But as I dug a little deeper, I realized that we had two, sometimes even three or four of many items. By going through each and every drawer and cupboard and pulling items out, I was able to take inventory to figure out how many of each item we had, and I was able to get rid of about a quarter of the items we owned. 
When you put a little time into figuring out where the duplicates in your home are, it becomes much easier to pick your favorites and get rid of the rest. The third tip is to look for minimalist inspiration. Now, I recently saw an article talking about a capsule wardrobe. This concept includes about 25 items that can be mixed and matched into a number of outfits. This concept has been around for about 40 years and even used by Donna Karen, but a lot of us don't use it in our own homes. So what it claims is that you could literally have about 25 items in your closet and still have a very fashionable wardrobe. Now, clearing out all but about 25 items out of my closet was a bit extreme for me, but I did find inspiration in the idea. By focusing my attention on making sure the majority of the items in my closet would mix and match with other items, in other words, each shirt could be worn with at least all three bottoms that are in the capsule, and vice versa, I was able to more easily donate the items that could only be worn one way. It helped give me versatility to my wardrobe, as well as removed unnecessary items that continually distracted me in the morning. You know, all those clothes that you look at and you're like, "Eh, I don't want to wear that today, but you do it over and over again. You can use this method by searching out tips for minimalist decorating and organizing. Research a few ideas and then pick and choose the aspects that you think could work for you. Remember, you don't need to use every idea presented by an expert just because they're an expert. Just use the ones that you think could actually help you in your home. Now, before we get on to the next tips, I do want to thank this second sponsor for today, which is Casper Mattresses. Casper Mattresses are obsessively engineered, American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com CEO and using code CEO. Listen, we spend our, about a third of our lives sleeping, so you want to make sure that you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days, latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver it straight to you. You can try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they'll pick it back up. At the store, you might get a minute to try their mattresses. With Casper, you'll actually get to sleep on it for 100 days. It's $500 for a twin-size mattress and $950 for a king-size. Compare that to the industry averages, and it's an outstanding price point. So go get their $50 towards any mattress purchase by going to casper.com CEO and using code CEO. Terms and conditions will apply. Now, let's get back to those last three tips. The next one on the list is to pretend you're moving. What if someone knocked on your door and offered you triple your home's value if you could be moved out in 30 days? Even though it would take a decent amount of time and effort to get things sorted and moved out of the house, you'd probably take them up on their offer, right? If you're having trouble identifying what items in your home can be gotten rid of, start thinking about what you would keep if you were moving. What items would you get rid of because you didn't want to pay to have them packed and moved? Now, picture your new home is half the square footage of your current one. How would that further help you identify items you'd want to get rid of? This little mind trick can help you really pick out things that you're holding on to for no good reason. After all, if you wouldn't move the items into a new home, why are you keeping them in your current one? The next tip is to be real with your friends. When I've gone through a big decluttering process in my home, I've found that it's helpful to get real with my close friends. I let them know what I'm doing, and I tell them I'll have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to be getting rid of. Then, I'll ask them if there's anything they'd like to have first dibs on before I donate it. 
You might feel awkward talking to your friends about hand-me-downs, but I found that if I start the conversation this way, I often find out that my friends would really love a few of my items. In the last round of decluttering, I found out that one of my friends was in the process of paying off some big medical bills, and she'd been feeling really bummed that she hadn't been able to buy any new clothes lately. By offering her the chance to go through my unwanted, yet still in style clothes, she was able to get a few new pieces to spice up her wardrobe. I had another friend who'd recently gotten into baking, but didn't want to spend a lot on new baking pans and supplies. She was thrilled when I offered her the chance to go through my unneeded kitchen items. By knowing the person your items are going to, I found it's often easier to let go of the items. An added bonus is that you can almost always borrow those items back if you need them from time to time. And the last tip is to get involved with a charity. Just like it's easier to get rid of items to people that you know, I've also found that it's very motivating to get rid of items when I know they're going to get put to good use by a charity. A number of years ago, I became involved with a domestic violence shelter in Phoenix. I started volunteering and got to know the staff who worked in the store where the women and children could get their clothing, furnishings, and other necessities. By seeing firsthand the impact that was made by donations to this organization, I became really excited to help. When they would send out emails asking for specific items they needed, I'd go through my house and bag up as many of these items as I could take down. By finding an organization that you can become passionate about helping, specifically a homeless shelter, women's shelter, or a children's organization, you can often find outside inspiration for getting rid of the extra items in your home. So just like with all tips for your home, pick one or two of these from this list and try using them in your own home. It does take a shift in thinking to start seeing just how many items we don't need in our homes. But once you're able to identify a few things that you can get rid of, I can guarantee you'll find at least a few of them in every room. Until next time, I'm the Domestic CEO, helping you love your home.